When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Time and King. Fire The Friday Agenda. The Friday Agenda is back. If you want to put something on the agenda, let us know. one 736 736 Kingy, what's on your agenda this morning? I've got one for you. If I'm Matthew Nix, I'm going to have a coffee with Mark Rusciuto and I'm saying, look, you know what? I'm, I'm invested in this club. I've shown that I can coach. I've given you enough uh, evidence to show that we can con- succeed or contend here. And if you don't want to commit to that, then that's, that's your call. That's fine. But, and it's a big but, if others come knocking with a generous financial reward and a significant tenure to coach elsewhere, don't be shocked. Don't be shocked if I, if I investigate that further. It would be, be a bold move. Well, we've seen it before. So if I, so it if happened I'm, with Ross Lyon. It's yeah, killed Ross going to Fremantle. Lyon had some stronger results than Matthew Nix. So if I'm I'm sitting there, I'm Rue, you're Matthew Nix, you've come to me, I say, well, Nixie, you've won three, seven, eight, yep. and 11 games in yep. four years. I just need a little bit more information. That's fine. I don't think there's any need to rush into it, and we can make and have this discussion again yeah. after round so seven or eight. Happy for you to have that opinion. It's not, there's no animosity here. We're all friends. But you can hold that reservation, right? And whilst you're gathering your thoughts and you're still not sure on me, whilst you've got that little asterisk, allow me to, to do the same thing from a coaching point of view and look after my career long term and investigate the opportunities if a Fremantle comes knocking or if a Western Bulldogs come knocking. or yeah. uh, the, So the... the, the both parties are at play. I, I don't see. I I would think. Do you do you regard him that highly that he's in the poachable category, like a, like Fremantle came and got Ross, or like the Saints are interested in Luke Beveridge, it's or different. like Gold Coast have done with Harvey? I don't see him at that level yet. No, and it's impossible to see him at that level now. He doesn't have the evidence. The numbers aren't there. The wins aren't there just yet. But what are you what are you looking for in a senior coach? Does he have that? And I think that if you, you know, most people are, are of the opinion that the West Coast Eagles would be looking for a new coach. I don't think Matthew Nix has had the talent to work with at Adelaide that other clubs have had. Ross mm. Lyon, when he left St Kilda, had far more talent than what the Adelaide Crows have got now um, by comparison to the football club. So I'd say, don't leave me swinging here. If, if you don't want to back me, that's all right. But I, st- I think it's a coach's market. It, it, it's, 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 
It's a seller's market at the moment. If you're a very good senior coach, there will be, I think, many opportunities at the end of this year for other for other form other employment opportunities. I think there'll be there potentially be a couple in Western Australia. Um, there may be one, you know, in the, the Western Bulldogs. Well, Who knows that, what Chris Scott's doing? Well, Kenny's under pressure. You've said he's not going to make the eight. So if he's not making the eight, he's under pressure, isn't he? <laughs> so all clubs are under pressure in different forms. But I just think there's a, it's a two-way discussion. We always just think, oh, the club, the club hold all the aces. Well, maybe not always. Uh, have you say oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen is the timber text. I was interviewing Jacob Kaczynski, um during the week. And I thought of you when he when he gave this answer and some of the terms that players are now using, I thought you might find interesting. I think you'll probably find that most defences are roll around, particularly on fast players. So your man might take off and go press another man in front of you and you think you're in space, so you actually yeah. hold. But from behind the goals sort of angle, which most fans don't really get to see too often, uh, most teams will generate their spare behind the football off the winger. And they do press down um, quite hard, uh, which allows that defender behind you, who might have been playing, he's sort of that medium, sort of rangy uh, defender, which allows him to drop off. And then when you think you're free and you're sort of like holding to protect your space, you get sort of creamed from behind without really expecting it. So mm. at times it does, but um, with the amount of technology we have these days, you can sort of see... And you go into a game knowing what defences are going to do. So um, at the end of the day, you sort of got to try and play it pretty smart and try and tease it out. And I guess uh, we sort of have a term of sort of getting lost between the cracks, like how best can you commit a defender um, and cause hesitancy? So maybe force them to not press the ball or not run as hard. So it's about sort of trying to get him in foot between the cracks. We were hard up against the the break there, so I was trying to hurry him up a little bit. But that was a minute. How yeah. much information did he just give then of the life of playing as a key forward now with rolling defences, zones, wingers coming back, opponents pressing from behind? I did like the term get lost between the cracks as yeah. a forward. That, that's what you're trying to do. I just thought it was a good insight into uh, the fans out there who watch their forwards play. And they go, Gee, what, what, why can he never get free? Well, that's because another defender or a winger's come across to chop them out. Was a good, I just thought it was a good bit yeah, of information. It is. And, and I think the football fan's never been smarter, never yep. been more across what's actually going on in the game. There's so many shows now that that review, you know, with, with good quality, high quality vision. Um, and the average fan going to the football now, they see this. They see this constant rolling of, uh, of players, particularly the wingman behind the ball first. So they're aware of that. He's, is he the answer for, for the Tigers? No, I wouldn't have. I'm not confident in that, no. How many um, games does he play this year? We played 12 for Hawthorne last year, so I think he'll, he'll eclipse that depending on the availability of Tom Lynch and the success of Bolter and whether they can stand up. Well, he probably plays most games, but it's just whether he can give them a meaningful return on investment. And he spoke about his inconsistencies that level him and why he believes that that's the case, but he thinks the game style at Richmond will suit him better than perhaps it did at, uh, at the Hawks. Danny's on the road. You want to put something on the... Uh, on the agenda for us, Danny? Yeah, good morning, guys. Hey, uh, King, uh, sorry, Kane. Um, my son showed me uh, some, some photos the other day. I think it was off your socials and that of uh, of yourself and Andrew McLeod, McLeod doing some training. My Lord, that man is an unbelievable Nick. Is there a cap on mature age recruits? It's um, Honestly, it's a thing of beauty. What's he doing? He just, he, you should see him. You, Brooksy will show you the picture of his arms. He's just muscle on muscle. He never, never looked better. 
Um, hasn't eaten bread in three years, he reckons. It's <laughs> just strict diet, trains hard, him and his son, Connor. So it, it's inspiring. I think he's, you know, mid-40s now. Danny and, and looks as if he could still play. So is this uh, is this in preparation for the fight? There was a there was a little Hang bit on. of there was a little bit of sparring going on. Spa- Are you sparring Andrew McLeod? Yeah, that's that's oh, true. How's it going? <laughs> Not good. <laughs> Not good at all. Thanks, Danny, for putting that in the agenda. Uh, Greg's on the line. You want to speak about Joel Smith and the events of the week? Yeah, guys. Uh, thanks for taking me call. Um, I've heard a lot about. Joel Smith and what's going on with um, the various sagas that he's going through at the moment. Now, one of the topics that I think my ears prick up at is the term dealer or supplier that he can supply any text teammates, basically saying that you know he, he, he can you know produce some nose candy if they require it. Now, surely I'm thinking outside the box. He he would be getting inquiries, wouldn't he? from teammates because you would have to be a bona fide imbecile to just get on your phone and start texting around saying I can I can supply so I'm thinking a bit deeper is this the tip of the iceberg is it more people because it's all about supply and demand isn't it I mean well that's that's the messy that's how messy the situation is we don't know we don't know we don't have the information I don't even know if Melbourne have got the information I hope they're trying to get to the bottom of it but the problem with a story like this is that people get implicated and his teammates do and there may be a lot of innocent players at Melbourne going about their business like the full professionals that most of them probably are, but we just don't know, Greg. So it's the number a, it's, is important, isn't it? It is a hundred percent. If if there's three or three's the minimum that 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 you can be charged or alleged to have uh, partaken in trafficking is the term that they use, which is not not a not a great term. I don't think it's I don't think it's reflective of this situation. But three's the minimum. So if there is if there is only to be three. I think the feedback will be different if there's, say, 15 or 18 mm. or 20. Then we have a problem. Pete's in Paran. Uh, Kingy thinks Matthew Nick should approach Mark Rusciuto and say, come on, come on, Rue. If you don't get me going now, uh, don't be surprised if I leave. Don't What's your threaten. Just, uh, just put it on no, the just, table. Just put it, put it out there. Yeah. Yeah, what, what, do you th- what do you think, Pete? Would that be a good tactic? Well, normally I think that everything Kingy says is gold, and I mean that sincerely. But today, he must have had too much coffee or not enough coffee. Too many cafes. He sounded like Mel Meninga pitching Mel for Meninga. politics when he said at the end of it, I'm stuffed or I'm cooked. So uh, he's backtracked big time. He's gone in there with no, no hand. And got hey, if you don't, if you don't spend, I'm walking to. No, I'm not saying he's walking, Pete. I'm just saying he's open to... Offers. He's it's open to conversations. Well, I'll, I'll tell Nixie, Nixie, pack your bag, son. Thanks very much. Uh, thanks for all your uh, goodwill as well. But there you go. All the opportunities come to you that will not come. Pete, I don't think that the Adelaide Crows list has been as good as what uh, as what others have have portrayed. I think it's an average list that's that's got some work to do to to fill some cracks. And I think he's shown that he's. He's got the coaching side of it uh, covered. It's just waiting for the list to come with him. For those that weren't with yeah. us this morning, thank you for your thoughts, Pete. Uh, Kingy did have the six that he's locked in. I'm just, so I'm we got Collingwood. Doing that. I'm having real trouble. Collingwood, Brisbane, the Giants, Carlton, Sydney, and the Saints, and then he's got seven teams vying for two spots. Mm. Now, Cats fans, he doesn't even have you in that seven. He's got the Dogs. Don't upset the Cats. Fans. Melbourne, Adelaide, Port, Fremantle. Gold Coast and Essendon. 
Who are you leaning towards that cluster of seven for two spots is the next to go in? Who are you lean who are you leaning towards? Well, Melbourne. Uh, Melbourne, okay. are, Melbourne are good enough, but there's a lot going on. And is there questions. a tipping point is is probably my, my question mark. Fremantle are good enough to be in there, but are they? Port Adelaide are good enough to be in there, but you haven't got them in yours, so I should have them in mine. <laughs> the Western Bulldogs are good enough, but you know, is that a happy camp? Are they able to actually perform and get on with the business of winning games? If they are, I could easily see those teams charging for top four, but I don't have them in. What do you think about Pete calling you Mal Meninga? And I don't mind that, it. Uh, for those that missed it, he, he, here is Mal's Mal. best work. A number of reasons. Um, I guess throughout my sporting career, I've had the, the urge to do community work, and I think I've, you know, I've really worked hard on that aspect uh, my 16 years in Canberra. And the thing about that is that I was, I guess, a public figure, and I was put on a, as a as on the podium where I was just a person out there making sure that <laughs> I was. Um, <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm buggered. Oh. He's buggered. I'm sorry. Oh, Mal. <laughs> That's what Mal. Pete's, Pete's compared you to that. I like that. Uh, Any time we play, can play that audio, just keep it rolling. <laughs> well done, Jordan. SEM Breakfast, you can book online for the best rate to melbourneairport.com.au and we're powered by Kubota. For, for over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. It's the Friday Agenda. Continued after this. Tame and King. Fire on. Kane and Kingy with you on what has been a very, very busy morning. We're continuing the Friday agenda now. I want to read something to you, Kingy, and then I want to have a discussion with you. Um, This is what it says. There are Chris Judd-like traits. He has phenomenal endurance, but also electric speed. It's a rare combination. He hadn't played all that much footy during his early days, and I think... He's just starting to find out how good he can be. We haven't played him that much as an inside mid yet, but he can be a good stoppage player as well. I believe he could be the best player in the competition at some stage. He truly could. Do you know who said that quote and who those words were about? Tell me. It was Patrick Dangerfield speaking about Max Holmes. Yep. So my question to you is, if that is the opinion of... Patrick Dangerfield and one of his teammates. Now, this was a year ago. Yep. This was a year ago that this was uh, that he said this. Yep. Why are they playing him off halfback? I don't get the obsession with halfback. We spoke about this with Nick Martin Ooh. last week. You should start to get it. Well, I don't, I don't get Because if there's one area of Geelong's game that they're struggling for depth and numbers and impact, it's through the midfield. If you've got a Judd-like player who has the potential to be the best player in the competition and they hadn't used him much as an inside mid yet, but he can be a good stoppage player, why are they playing him across half-back? Well, it's become my new favourite position. That I know, but that it's because it, everyone halfback. looks great and it's easy, good to get a kick. And Look, there's a, it's an important role. It's a great role. But you're not going to play Chris Judd off half-back. No, no, but but clearly, if he's performing to that level, he's in the middle. He hasn't performed so that. To that so level. that's so that's the yeah. So that's the follow on. That's the the deeper discussion. Is he under? Has he underperformed? And is this a bit of a not a not a not clearly not a last roll of the dice? But is this um, saying something about where? Well, you know, was Patrick Dangerfield wrong in those comments? Was he? Well, you'd have to say he was wrong, wouldn't you? I mean, he, mm. we hasn't we have oh, not saying he's wrong. Let's just say we haven't seen it yet. 
Because yeah. he's still very young. How old's this guy? No, he's young. He's 22, 21, 22. Yeah, yeah he's played 50 games of footy. So maybe, maybe this is the year we see more of it. I think conference is such a big part for these younger players and – He's he's given way for players like Guthrie and those sorts to come through. So maybe the injury to Guthrie throws him back into the middle. I, I don't know what Chris Scott's planning, but I'm not going mm. to I'm not going to um, argue with Patrick Dangerfield, who would have seen a hell of a lot of Max Holmes at training. And sometimes players don't really believe that they're there. They don't believe they can dominate AFL footy in, until they start to do it, and and the penny drops. So yeah. maybe he's so one talk of those. to me about the halfback role and why you're getting it and why it's become so important to the point where a lot of clubs are putting their better players across halfback, particularly the young ones. If you haven't got one, you're missing a trick. If you're not, if you're not doing what I think Craig McRae started, he started with Nick Dacos as an extra midfielder. You just come up and don't worry about who that forward is. We'll play five defenders versus six forwards on occasion and wingmen will help, and when midfielders will help, we just want you to get your hands on the ball. So your best ball user is basically playing as an extra midfielder. So I think it's a it's a weapon that clearly Brad Scott's going to use with Nick Martin. Wait till you see it. You'll see it this afternoon against uh, St Kilda down at uh, Linton Street there, and, and you'll say, wow, why would we have this guy dying on the vine on a wing when a wingman touches the ball what, 15 times a game? Mm. They have no impact. This guy's probably one of their better kicks. He's, he's inside forward 50. He's inside defensive 50. He's just freewheeling. I, I love the role. And, and I think if you've got the, a skillful type that has trouble winning his own ball, then give him that role. Yeah. Yeah, I, I always thought it was the last sort of role. Of the, we saw it a bit with Rioli at, at Richmond. It's sort of, sort of dying on the half-forward flank, go back and reignites your career. We see it a bit and have seen it a bit with the with the veteran players. Sam Mitchell did it to, to sort of finish his career. But if I've got Chris Judd, I don't want to play him across halfback. No, so I don't know how not, like, he's not Chris Judd though, is he? No, I, I understand. But if he's got Chris Judd like traits, I want to see him kicking the ball inside 50, doing real damage in the front half of the ground. I'd love to see Sheasel. I mean, he's done an excellent apprenticeship across halfback. I'd love to see Sheasel doing damage in the forward half of the ground now. Uh, McKercher can do that off half-back, you know, earn his stripes doing that. And Reed will be the same at West Coast. So they're saying they're going to play across half-back. But once you then graduate, let's be doing your damage in the front half. I think, uh, uh, I think Reed's going to be centre-bounce midfielder and then and go then to back. Yeah. We haven't, So we haven't quite seen that, have we? No, we, I think we saw it uh, bit of Pendlebury maybe. bits and pieces with yeah. Elliot Yo on occasion, but I think that's the planning with him. So something different. You've got to just try and educate whilst protecting the young bodies as well. They're very young. They're very, they're very slight. Some of them, I understand that uh, Harley's not as slight as others, but he's still a young, body, a young man in, in the big league. Uh, got to give him some time to settle. The best of the halfbacks, the Lizard Blakey. Take 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 Dacos out of it. This what what he's about to do or has or he's doing. You know who he, pl- has he the defends opinion. as well. Yeah, I'm not I'm not too. Concerned you're not with big defending. on the lizard. I'm not, I'm not too concerned be. about the defensive side, but I think the team structures can sort that out. You know, I want to see Brisbane do it with Kitty Coleman. Yeah, he'll I, want, do it. I want Kitty Coleman getting 28, 30 possessions. Not not a nice good twenty. I want I want an extra fifty percent. I want him to be, to roam and free will. Can they do that? Are they are they able to embrace what others are doing? Because it's a hell of a challenge if the opposition coach. 
Who's on Coleman? Who's on mm. Who's on Dacos? Where's he actually playing? I hope um, he's got fitter. I hope I hope Kitty's got fitter so he can actually run out the second half of games. He turned that game against Carlton in the prelim, and he was excellent in the first half of the grand final. Then he couldn't run after that. And I was hot. I know it was high pressure game, but I hope I hope he's really worked on his I, endurance. I've got a question for you. Though. I know we've got to get to a little news break. Yeah. But I'll just give you a little bit of notice on this one. In, now that the, now that the the dust has settled, the Damien Hardwick exit from Richmond and re-entry back to Gold Coast is it the perfect model for coaches looking to do that going forward? Well, not not if is it uh, the not if the club model. that he's leaving he still has eighteen months left of a contract. Don't worry about the left, contract. Is it the they're perfect exit? The, they're left in the lurch at round nine. No one's in so the lurch. No one's in the lurch. The Richmond, Richmond are, are in the lurch. Richmond are happy with thrilled with his service. I'm just is the model the way forward? Well, it's perfect if you can get a payout at your club, have a break, go overseas, have a terrific holiday, and then sign a five year deal and. Head up to the Gold Coast. So, yes, to answer your question, I don't need any notice. I don't need any notice for this. Perfect for Hardwick and anyone else. I don't know if it's great for the club they're leaving. So, if you were Chris be, be like, Scott. Be like Chris Scott at round nine going, I'm cooked. Yeah. I'm going to go on a holiday and then I'm going to go to Fremantle. I've done everything I can with this group. I don't know if I can advance them any further. They're tired of my message. What do we think, guys? Can we shake I hands? Hope I would hope you'd get through to the end of the year and give it all you've got until the end of the year what, and then have that discussion you've got, No, you've, got, you've lost your voice with the group. They're tired of you'd you. You'd know that now. What's the extra 13 you'd, weeks well, going to do? That's nine weeks. You'd know that now. It was a I question with notice and you're I'm, going with it now. <laughs> uh, we've got Billy, we've got Michael, we've got Matt, we've got Stuart all lining up after the news headlines.